Yo, what is up, y'all? Today we got my man Clint Riggin here on the podcast. Clint's talking about fitness, health, nutrition, and becoming the best individual you can be. You guys are going to love him. I've got my story, you got yours. I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor. Then look the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more. When it's time to walk through hell's kitchen, I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up. Been there and back a couple times, but I made it through that stuff. Calibrate your mindset Before there's no time left you haven't left a five-star rating and review go ahead and do so so everybody can know how this podcast has helped you and let them know why it's the number one podcast for mindset to join the recalibrated man facebook group that's the only way we're going to jam mindset talk about tips overcoming hurdles adversity and you're going to be able to learn exclusively about the one-on-one coaching if you're having any issues with your mindset And last thing, subscribe to our newsletter. That's the only way you're going to know about what's going on, what's coming up in the future. Thank you, guys. It's been an honor. Clint, thank you so much for coming on the Winner's Paradigm podcast. And number one, thank you for being flexible, bro. We had some technical difficulties for the past 20 minutes, and uh, we weren't able to get on here. So I love you being flexible, still bringing that fire energy, brother. And uh, before we jump in today, you know, and talk about that energy and where it originated from, let's give a little bit of intro, who you are, what you're passionate about today, brother. Yeah, for sure. First of all, thank you for having me. Uh, I know we had some technical difficulties coming in here. You know, I had to stop at a Planet Fitness. I'm on my way to Washington D.C. today. I actually didn't even see this podcast in my email because I didn't I didn't select you as a sender. So it popped up right in the morning as I was checking my calendar. So I'm glad I did. Um, a little bit about me. You know, my name is Clint Reagan. I'm 31 years old. Been through a lot in my life. Served the Navy for eight years. Uh, struggled with addiction. Uh, cocaine to be exact my dad was drug and alcohol counselor for 24 years he's also an addict for 20 and um i have a genetic disposition for addiction right so when i got out of the military didn't know what i want to do with my life got into club scene was working as a promoter you know how that goes you go into the party scene you start doing more drugs and then da, 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 da. um from there you know i went and did private security for the president while i was doing that time going to different trump rallies traveling around the u.s for eight months after that i met a girl moved to orlando tried to start a fitness company, didn't work out because I was still doing drugs. And then I finally figured out that, you know, um, if I wanted to make a change in my life, that I need to take a, a stand in my life. And I decided to quit the drugs, built limitless coaching from, you know, a couch for six months, had 250 transformations, made a half a million dollars the first year and I uh, lost it all. You know, I built a business that didn't serve me and I uh, pushed people away in my life, my family, my friends, my relationships and everything that truly mattered to me. Hit a 14 months of depression. I'm currently on a road trip across the U.S. This is day 140 as we speak. This road trip saved my life. God came into my life in a really big way. When God came into my life, he told me that you are no longer going to look for monetary value in people, but you're going to look at relationships and you're going to build relationships. And now I'm a, on the executive team of the starting line, as you see right here. You know, we have over 50,000 transformations in entrepreneurship, in space. We do hormone replacement therapy, blood work consultations, nationwide, meal prep supplements delivered to all of our clients. We have a concierge service, Instagram, or Instacart, DoorDash. I mean, you name it, you want a private jet delivered, delivered to your private jet, we'll make it happen. I also run holistic wellness events all over San Diego. I founded a company called Nexus five weeks ago, and now we are expanding rapidly. 
And um, I'm, I'm super pumped about that. And then I speak on stages for mental health and how to unlock the belief about yourself to truly live a limitless life. Hell yeah, brother. And uh, it's, it's absolutely fucking awesome, brother. And uh, the cool thing as well, you know, is uh, we've been following each other for some time. So I've been seeing the work you're doing. You're absolutely shredded to the T, brother. And I love all the work that you're doing. Uh, thank you for your service as well. You know, I definitely know uh, I was Marine Corps. Um, but the military, it's funny, is it gears you towards that. I did the same thing. Uh, I actually tried to get into brewery sales coming out the Marine Corps. And that's what I was so convinced on doing was I can sell this beer all fucking day. And uh, I just found that it was an alignment where I was just like, man, this isn't it. Good thing is COVID hit uh, because I wanted my original plan was to own my own bar and to own my own club. And I was like, oh, I can do this. San Diego is the perfect place for it. And uh, started meeting business owners. And it was really fucking weird because when COVID happened, they were all telling me, get out the industry, get out the industry, get out the industry. Mm -hmm. You don't want to sell. Uh, I literally got a job and then they kicked me out of the job within the same week because they were like, hey, COVID's going on. This is the last fucking place. Uh, the territories are crazy. People are stealing our fucking inventory. Uh, they're stealing our different bars that we have, clubs we have. You're going to be working too much. So uh, it was funny because then within that, I realized like, it was alignment, but it was also funny as I stopped drinking. And uh, I also applaud you when you were talking about the addiction um, that it came down from the generational. I think people don't realize that and how much of a stronghold that has on us. And uh, what's funny too, and, and we talk about alignment and talked about God and God sending messages and kind of delivering it. People don't realize that when you're aligned to doing the shit that's important and the hard things in life that people like yourself and myself connect. And it's like God put us in that right position to be able to have conversations. And the reason why is because we have all this fucking good energy. So we align to that. And literally yesterday I had a conversation with Brian Ward. And one of the things we were talking about was drinking and how, you know, that's something we can get passed down from our parents, whether if it's generational or uh, if you see them drinking all the time and it becomes something that subconsciously you think that's okay. And for me, it was that, you know, I was drinking a gallon of whiskey. It was partying all the time. It was a fucking air show that was going on. So we're drinking right. 4 a.m. to 4 a.m. the next day and just right. really doing dumb shit. And I realized like, for me, it was always having this work hard, play hard. You know, I was my own boss at 19 in the Marine Corps. Uh, so even bigger chip on my shoulder, I'm the shit. I walk in the room, you feel that energy, but it was even more powerful, you know, when I stopped doing that. And then I was able to transform rooms by walking in and being like, yes, that is where I came from. That is exactly what I did. Uh, mm. I did other shit. My, my parents were crazy, you know, and they were always partying, doing something. And I just realized for me that it was tearing up my life. Uh, good thing is I got married and that was something that humbled me pretty fucking quick uh, mm -hmm. is I realized that all that was not serving me and he was keeping me further away from God. And uh, I love that you mentioned God as well, brother, because that is something for me, you know, it's uh, December 31st, 2022. I got on my knees praying to God and I was like, God, shit needs to change. Can you send me a message? Because honestly, I don't think you're real. And it was funny because within that same day, one of my buddies messaged me, hey, man, I was praying. Uh, something told me to reach out to you. Are you OK? And I was like, actually, I was thinking about not wanting to fucking be here anymore. Mm. So I thought that was pretty crazy. And then two, uh, still was questioning if God was real. And I had a vicious, violent uh, dream about me dying. And I was like, you know what? I think God is real because I would not be thinking these things and seeing these visions uh, if God wasn't real. Amen. Amen, dude. Thank you. Hey, thank you for your service as well. Uh, you I, I think a big thing for us is servant leadership. You know, when we join the military, they, te they teach you to be a leader. And a big thing for us is like, 
your addiction, what you, your addiction for drinking and your addiction for, for all the bad things that you were doing in your life has now stemmed into an addiction for winning an addiction for helping as many people as you can addiction for getting on this podcast and be able to speak levels to people and hope to people. When I go to treatment centers and when I, I speak to them, I say, Hey guys, I don't look at you guys as the people you see yourself in the mirror. You guys are all a beautiful soul. And this is just a vessel that you're in the body that you hold is going to be a direct representation of what you do in your life. Yes. But you guys all have something inside of you that I don't think you understand. Once you unlock the belief inside of you, you can do anything in this world. You truly can. Like addiction does not define you. You continue to turn your pain into purpose, your tragedy into triumph. You can do all of these different things, but how are you going to do it? Like what steps are you going to take? Ooh, I love that, brother. And and that's powerful right there. That's going to be a good clip, you know, talking about addiction into purpose. Uh, people don't realize that. And what's funny is I've actually got a lot of hate comments this week because I've been talking about that is when the pain hurts bad enough, you'll fucking change. And there's been people like I've been in rehab eight times and I haven't changed. I'm like, bro, it doesn't hurt bad enough because when you lose fucking everything and you sit there and you're like, what defines me right now is being a piece of shit. Yeah. Writing your eulogy, saying if I were to die, life's going to go on and everybody's going to say this man did not amount to his potential. He didn't amount to what he needs to. You're going to make those changes. And for me, it was looking at it. Good thing is I'm a parent, you know, so uh, I looked at it and I was like, man, I'm bitching about my parents drinking, acting like a fool. You know, me parenting my parents at 25, telling them what the fuck to do. Uh, well, really was 23. I stopped talking to them years ago. But um it was alignment, you know, and I figured out for me that that pain hurt bad enough to where I was like, I can't keep living this same way. And to me, I would rather be disciplined every day and you call me boring or say, oh, you're egotistical and you have this problem than me to continually live a life where I'm trying to please other people. I'm trying to get other people to like me. Like, honestly, I don't give a fuck if people don't like me. The reason why is because I come up with a different energy and uh, yeah, you know, use the profanity in good and bad ways, uh, yeah, but yeah. I keep it real with people, you know, and I just tell them like, hey man, if you're really serious about your craft, you're serious about what you're doing, you're going to be disciplined and you're going to live differently than everybody else. And that's exactly what the Bible says, you know, as if uh, we are called upon to be these men for God, we're going mm. to need to do the things that people don't want to do. And it's things that's not going to be the same. And I think that's the coolest thing, you know, is uh, for me, you know, I'm always talking about alignment and in aligning yourself to the right people, you know, and you're doing the same brother and you've went through all these things in your life. And what was one thing that allowed you to start flipping that narrative that everything that happened is for you, not to you, because right mm -hmm. now men are in this victim mindset and it's not serving us. Yeah. When I was, um, I was going through my depression, you know, they say when you're walking through something dark, you look back and you only see one set of footsteps behind you. Right. And you're like, God, where are you? You're not with me. What's going on? Uh, well, what happened was, is he was carrying me on his back through this darkness, right? And he was teaching me a lesson that I didn't realize I needed to learn at that point. And that lesson was like, first of all, you pushed away the people that matter to you most. Second of all, you built a business that didn't serve you. You were transactional in your relationships. And you just have a bigger purpose than, you know, your online fitness coaching that you're doing. So my first, my third stop was Tulsa, Oklahoma, where I met somebody named Jonathan Connolly. I met him two and a half years ago when I was at Apex Live. We took a picture together. I was at the top of my game at that time. I walked into his house. He saw me the darkest I've ever seen a person in their life. Like, I walked in. I was 45 pounds more than I am now. I had 
depression written all over my body, right? I didn't see the sun and I couldn't even tell you how long. I just looked beaten down, right? He took us through a two day immersion and his faith-based coach prayed upon me, right? And he said, hey, Clint, he doesn't know me for 30 minutes, just to let you know. He says, Clint, the things that you're going through, I want you to understand are tough. And the things that you're gonna go through, you're in a healing journey of your life right now. But you're gonna write a playbook. And that playbook is gonna help thousands upon thousands of people. So what I want you to do is continue on this healing journey and understand that God has a plan for you. And that everything you're going in, everything that's happening to you is happening for a reason. You might not understand it right now, but I promise you, as long as you keep going, as long as you keep sharing your story, as long as you keep being authentic, as long as you keep not caring what other people think about you. Because like you said, like, I don't give a fuck about what people care about. me. I don't. Because I, I truly know that I'm putting out the right things that people need to hear. And truly, it's what people don't want to hear, but have been told so many times in their life that, hey, you got to go to the gym. You got to eat healthy. You got to be in your kid's life. You got to stop drinking. You got to stop doing drugs. The things that maybe if I say it, you might listen, right? People go to conferences, but they hear the same thing on a podcast. But the reason they go to that conference is because at that one time they're going to hear it and it might switch something in their life. It might hear that one, that one word or that one sentence. It's like, fuck, man, you know what? I need to hear this right now. And then their whole life changes. So for me, it was that it was that pivotal moment, man. It was that pivotal moment where I realized that God has a bigger purpose for me. God has a bigger plan for me. And as people started to come into my life, like you came into my life, and I'm on this podcast right now, as I met somebody in an Uber and he's talking about depression and he's like, I just lost my job. I just lost my wife. And I was able to speak into him so that he can further his life and know that he's worth enough. I started to have all these divine appointments. I started to have all these people coming to my life. I was just at Andy Elliott's compound literally yesterday, okay? I wasn't supposed to be there. I met Jake Hess. He runs the top solar conferences in the US at the beach watching the sunrise. Jake Hess is good friends with Andy Elliott. Guess what he did? He took a video, he sent it to Andy. He said, hey brother, hey, this guy's coming to your compound tomorrow. I didn't have the money to spend on a flight because I just spent five grand on an event where my business partner backed out on me the day before. I woke up to a first class ticket going to Andy Elliott's compound. Like these things just don't happen out of nowhere, guys. Like I, that's what I, I want people to understand. Like there is a reason these things happen in your life and, and, and God works incredible, incredible ways as long as you follow his path and your alignment equals your assignment, like you said, and if you do that the correct way and you're doing it in purpose and passion, your life will change in front of your eyes. Man, uh, that spoke volumes. First thing, you know, we'll tackle it each by each. First thing, uh, I love the way that you say that, you know, is uh, when you go to a live event, for me, it was funny because I went through the same thing. I went to Aspire Ontario mm -hmm. And uh, I went there because Dan Fleshman was going to be there. Tim Story. I've been following Tim Story. And a little behind that was my grandfather passed away. And uh, my grandfather was always that one that I looked to. Just had that advice and, you know, was that man. My dad and me aren't on the same page. There's a lot of things I don't like. You know, uh, my dad has all the potential in the world, but he doesn't do it. And, for instance, like it's one of the things like I watch Wes Watson and literally felt like Wes Watson was like my dad growing up because always fucking screaming, telling you to be better. Stop being a fucking idiot. Like just – all these things every single day. So I watch what's awesome. I start laughing because I'm like, 
even at four years old, five years old, my dad was just drilling shit into my head. And now I catch myself because I talk to other men and I'm like, oh shit, I'm a little too brash sometimes. I'm a little uh, too straightforward. And some people get their feelings hurt, but they need it, right? So uh, went to see Tim's story and uh, it was funny because I met him. We took a picture and I'm getting him on the podcast. He's been traveling a lot. So it was funny because they were like, taking a picture with him and they're like, don't, don't talk to him. You need to take a picture, move on. And I was like, nope. Nice guy, wrong. Uh, nice guy, nice try, wrong guy. You know, I'm not doing that. So I went to him and I was like, "Hey, bro, I just want to say thank you." You know, uh, I was having a very bad day. My grandfather passed away. My life was falling apart. And I seen one of your videos, and it really just made me think that maybe God is real. And I started listening to you. My life started to change by the work that I was putting in. And he goes, "DM me. I'll get you on the. I'll get on the podcast." And uh, they just looked at me like, "You really just pitched this man right in front of us." And I was like, "Hey, brother, I really appreciate you. Thank you." You know, and it was funny because within that time, you know, him speaking, I was like, "Maybe I can be a pastor." You know, I came home to my wife. My wife's like, "You're coming up with this like larger than life things, and you want all these giant things in life just to say that you can do it and show your family." And I'm like, "Yeah, 100. percent I'm going to do that." But I know for me, there's a higher calling, and people right. don't realize that. You know, they don't have that clarity, that awareness. Uh, the second part that I love that you said, you know, as we said, assignment is alignment. But one of the things I heard the other day was it was talking about when you hear that voice from within uh, talking to you saying you need to do better. And then you tell it fuck off because that's what we do essentially when we're doing drugs or partying or doing whatever. You know, we're telling that whatever and feeding into this addiction or feeding into, you know, whatever escapism is going to make us feel better. We're essentially saying fuck God. And I didn't realize that for the longest time. I just saw Wes Watson post that this morning. Exactly. I just saw that post this morning. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, brother. And that was something was I seen. uh, I seen that last week when Wes Watson said that. And that was something that just kept going in my head. And I was like, you know what? That is fucking true. Like, if you get the sign and then you say no, because that's a lot of the time. Like, the majority of people know what they're doing wrong. I put a post out yesterday. And it didn't get much engagement. And one person got upset with me. I was like, what is one thing that you're not doing for your podcast that you know you should? And they were like, what happens if I'm doing everything? And I was like, you're not. Because there's everybody's doing something that they know they're not supposed to do. Like for me, I need to have more in-person interviews. So I made a requirement that every month I'll have one in-person interview. So it challenges yeah. me to reach out to anybody within San Diego area because I live in Marietta. Uh, so well, anybody in San guess Diego- what? When I, when I come there on December 17th, I host my next Nexus event. Let me see if I can pop over there. If you guys got an opening, I'd love to hop in there. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, so that's what I strategically did. It's like, it's funny as I made that goal. And the craziest part this week, people from Oceanside, San Clemente, one of my buddies from Carlsbad, uh, police, uh, fire chief's going to come December uh, 7th to my house. Uh, December 16th, I'm going out to uh, Santa Barbara. To, to go meet my boy, Sean Michael Crane. I've been on this program for a while. Andy Elliott's right-hand man. And uh, this man helped change my life around. My wife was going to leave me. And uh, we had a conversation. And he was like, do you want to be the same motherfucker? Or do you want to be the best that you can be? And he's like, I have a program called 365 Motherfucker. And uh, he was talking about it yesterday while I was in the gym. So I'm, I'm listening to this call, right, from nutrition and, and physical fitness. And uh, I'm working out. I'm the only guy working out during the call. And it was funny because he's like a 365 motherfucker, not... 200 pussy motherfucker not i pick and choose motherfucker i was laughing so hard in the gym people were looking at me like well, why is this guy about to piss himself and it was funny because that's how life is you know it's every single day we got to count these reps or whatever uh so i did a crazy ass challenge and i know for you you just did 75 hard not too long ago uh and the results were fucking amazing and for me 
Uh, I failed 75 hard because I didn't want to drink the water. I had bladder issues from the fucking Marine Corps from drinking too much canteens and, and so forth. So that was my excuse. Uh, so I just upped the antics and uh, I seen something that were like 45 days until the new year. What are you going to do? And I just thought about alignment and I was like, well, people are always talking about, you know, doing more. Uh, Andy Elliott, for instance, I put something on my story the other day where he was talking about the weekend and uh, they were like, oh, you know, this is my definition of fun. He's like, fun is between two people, but my definition of fun is winning. And me and Sean were talking and Sean was just like, we need to commit to excellence in something greater than ourselves. And that means doing yep. more. And I go, yep. well, I got to make this shit fun. So yesterday I put out and I was like, fuck it. By December 31st, I'm going to have a six pack that's popping. If not, I'm going to do something that I hate, which I do not like Taylor Swift at 1%. So I'll get a Taylor Swift tattoo. Why? Because it's going to drive me fucking nuts. And every day I'm going to be like, I'm not getting that fucking tattoo. And it was funny because the same day, brother, people were hitting me up yesterday. You can't fucking get a six pack by then. And I was just like, bro, do you not know me? Do you not know what I'm capable of? And it was funny because it was just the small mindedness. It's like sometimes you put something out that's so big, people aren't going to accept it. And for me, I know it. It's going to be something that's not comfortable. I know exactly how to do it. It may not be 100% healthy, but I was like, what I'm going to do is cut my carbs 10 days before, and then I'm going to go to 96 hour fast going into it. So I'm going to look the best fucking possibly that I can. And what you do oh, too, sure. you, know, you can cut out your, your water less and less by the day and then go. And it was funny because within that, I literally had a conversation with uh, one of my boys, Muhammad Yunus, Alpha Slice. And he was talking about that the other day. It's like, if you're going to take some insane pictures, cut out your water, like think about it strategically and people don't think about those things until the time comes. So what was your experience like after the 75 hard when you started showing those results, when you're mm -hmm. showing people, hey, if you commit to excellence, you can become excellent as well? Yeah, I would say one of the biggest things for me was like I just had to get out of my own fucking way. Right. Like, I think that's what a lot of people have to do. Like, you know what you have to do. You know, you need to go to the gym. You need to eat healthy. You need to drink water. You, need, you know, you need to do all these things. And all you do is you keep talking about like, oh, yeah, I'm going to lose 40 pounds. and I'm going to I'm going to look the best I ever have. And then when push comes to shove, you're not being held accountable by anyone. That's why you have coaches. That's why I have coaches in every area of my life, because when we have a when we have so much going on in our life, you need to have somebody that's like, hey, did you get this done? Did you knock this out today? Where's this at? Where are we at with this? So for people, for what, for me, it was like, I knew I needed to do a challenge that I was going to be held to a standard in front of a lot of people. I knew that if I did this challenge, I was going to motivate a lot of people because as you transform, you transform those around you. Right. And that's what other people have to remember, like in everything you do in life. When I went from addiction to running a fitness company that made a half a million dollars, people saw that wow, you can be here, but then you can go there. So I'm on, I'm, you know, I'm on, I'm on phase one of live hard program right now. This is day 10. Like it, it, this shit's easy to me now because it's, it's honestly just another day in the life of giving everything I have to show people what's possible. I don't do this for me. I love looking good. Sure. Like who doesn't like being in shape and having a six pack and like looking shredded, but let me show you guys what's possible. Let me show you guys what's possible in 75 days when you can lose 50 pounds and you can go from looking like you're depressed and you just want to kill yourself to now having life. And I tell people like, how did you do it so fast? I said, one God, God came into my life. But Amy, you don't believe that? You don't believe that God can transform you faster when he's in your life? Look at my transformation. Watch how I was able to, my insulin resistance was through the roof. 
I could barely burn calories while I went to the gym. I, I literally was eating Uber Eats for 14 months straight playing Call of Duty. Let's let's talk on that. What did you do for insulin resistance? Because people don't understand about your insulin levels. And that was something I just learned. Uh, I did the same thing. I lost uh, – my wife was in the hospital because she had brain surgery. She's in the Navy as well. Uh, MP and uh, she was in the she was in the hospital. I'm eating fucking Chick Fil A every day, and I gained 14 pounds. Ended up losing 20 pounds in a week. And people were like, "How did you do it? How did you do it? How did you do it?" And uh, I was like, "You don't understand your insulin levels. And if you do, then you can be able to hack it, essentially." And what I was doing is everything that I was eating was uh, fruit with every single meal, and then veggies at nighttime. And it was high protein, fruit, no other carbs, no potatoes, no sweet potatoes. Uh, and that was working for me. But what was helping you keep that insulin levels low? Because people don't understand that, brother. Yeah, yeah. For me, like the biggest thing is like your, your insulin, when, when you eat carbohydrates, right? So the carbohydrates come into your bloodstream, like your insulin levels rise, right? What people don't understand the processed foods that you're eating is doing a lot more than just rising your insulin levels in your body. It's also messing up everything in your mental clarity. It's completely your neuroplasticity in your brain. Like the reason that fast food chains and we're so addicted to fast food chains is because of the way they make they make us feel it's an addiction right if we eat whole processed foods your body can absorb the micro and the macro nutrients and not put all this garbage that you're putting into your body when you're eating all the, the processed foods so if you were able to just take a whole all your processed foods literally throw them away put them in the garbage focus on whole nutrition I'll talk about chicken, steak, fish, turkey, you know, have some eggs in the morning. Eggs are good for you. You know, they say, oh, like, don't eat the yolks. So fuck that. That's it's such bullshit. It's got so many vitamins and minerals in there. And it's great for you. You want to lose 20 pounds quick? You got a photo shoot or something coming up? Go carnivore. I'll show you how fast you can lose. I, I'm telling you right now, eat steak, eggs, cheese, and meat. And that's it. And you don't track anything. And all you do is eat until you're, until you're full promise you you can lose weight but i would i would talk to your doctor before that because you might have high blood sugar you might have elevated hdl ldl i mean who knows like i get my blood work done every four months i got my blood work done right before i did this carnivore right and, and i'm doing like a, a, a different type of carnivore because honestly it's like i just can't eat steak eggs cheese and meat all day long i wanted to add in some fruit and some some rice in there but yeah, man, it's um, anything's possible. One, when you bring God into your life, you unlock the belief in yourself that you can fucking do this and then you get out of your own way. Like people, people talk to me like, Clint, I want you to coach me. I want you to do that. I was like, honestly, man, I don't even know if you're ready for that. Like, I don't know. You, you, you got to make that decision within yourself. Like, first of all, to work with me is, is, is quite, quite a lot too. Cause I'm going to give you a fucking, sh all of my energy. Right. And I'm going to make sure that you win because nobody's going to lose on my team. And Three, it's like, how bad do you really want this? Like, am I going to be wasting my time giving my energy to you when you're not giving your whole 100% to me? Because that's what these high performers do. All these people you see on stages, all these people you see that where you want to be are doing the things that you don't want to do. Yeah, yeah, brother, I love the way that you say that. And it's funny is I actually have a uh, post today that I'm putting out about that. And it's about not wanting to do it. Like I said, a lot of the days I don't want to come on here and do the podcast episodes. Like any Fursella says, you know, like he doesn't need to do it. And I was literally yeah. thinking that, like, I don't fucking want to do this sometimes because people won't yep. get it. 
And it's funny because it's like you come out here, you talk so much or whatever. Like, I don't want to fucking do it a lot of the time because I get fucking sick of hearing people. Oh, I'm going to start Monday. And it's like, no, motherfucker. Today is day one. Like, if you're going to hit me up, don't get upset with me because I'm going to tell you today is day one, whether if it's 3 p.m., 4 p.m. Like, today is fucking day one. And tomorrow I'm going to hit your ass up and I'm going to say, hey, are you doing what you two need to do? People. There's two types of people, right? Okay. The person you send a, a $5,000 contract to and then they're, they're asking you all kinds of questions like, oh, what, is it? what does this include? How does this work? What is it? You send a $50,000 contract to somebody and they say, wire sent. Let's get started. Right? So there's the doers and there's Boom. the sayers. There's the people that want to change their fucking life and they know that they have to invest in themselves. And I don't know if you guys understand this, but the coaches and the people that we work with have spent over a hundred fifty, fifty to a hundred thousand dollars on coaches. Like you have to understand the knowledge that we have received from the mentors and on a daily basis, because the coaches that you're working with are still getting coached by the same mentors that got them there. Or they're with somebody even bigger and better because now they have elevated themselves to a level where they can hire them. So when you hire a coach, you're not just hiring the person, you're hiring all the knowledge, all the experience, all of the bullshit that they have been through to now help you get to where you want to be that much faster. Brother, I love that. And I'll sum it up real quick on two things. I actually had a client this week who tried to jump out of one of my programs for uh, Mastermind on Building, Scaling, Launching Your Podcast. And a uh, new guy, he has a fantastic program. He's a divorce coach. He helps men you know, get their life back together. And uh, it was funny talking to him because he was like, man, I don't know. I'm getting so much things from people. And I was like, nah, brother. And he was, he was trying to run away from me. I'm like, give me your fucking phone number. I'm going to get you on the phone. And we're going to talk this out. And we're literally talking. I don't know. And I go, man, you want to know why I know you're serious? And I go, why? And I go, because I sent the fucking invoice. And he said, sent it back, paid. And I was like, if you move that quick, it's a different story. And then that's what it was. You know, he had all this other things in. So we came a game plan. I'm getting him on the podcast. I'm like strategically going to uh, level up, level him up and connect him with the right people. So it was funny because without that conversation, that wouldn't have happened. And then within the same day, you know, as I was talking to uh, my boy Clinton Dye, who's uh, works with Wes Watson as his videographer. And then uh, he was telling me thousands of dollars goes into his uh, production. Because if you look at his videos, they're fucking amazing. And they're doing cool shit. They're hanging out of cars, recording, uh, doing all the mansion masterminds, the San Diego ones. And he, he was saying like, this isn't some shit that we're recording on phones anymore. And then Within the next day, I'm talking to Shawn Michael Crane, and Shawn Michael Crane's talking about paying $12,000 a month to Brad Lee's team to get one video done because he needed help. And what that meant was it increased his bar about his capacity of what he needs to be putting out there, the content, the strategy behind it, and that he puts over 100000 every year into himself, into his business, and that's why he 10Xs it. That's why he has a seven-figure uh, going yes. business. Yes. And I was like, yes. man, you know, people don't understand this because where we come from is this poverty mindset of fucking arguing at McDonald's about our order getting wrong or about, you know, the little minuscule shit that's not going to get us to where we want to be versus doubling down on ourselves. And when you pay right. that $2,000 a month for a coaching program, the easiest thing is to get rebuttals from people versus them saying, dude, that's fucking awesome that you did something that most people will never do. Oh, dude, 100%. 100%. And you talk about the content, you talk about the videography, you talk about all that. Like, dude, I can't wait to get done with this road trip because, like, I'll have a full media team in San Diego. I'll have somebody following me around everywhere I go. I'll have a, I have a full content strategist coming in December 1st. Like, 
my content will be completely different, but you work with what you got now, right? So like the phone, this phone that I have right in front of me, this phone here can literally make you a million dollars if you do it the right way and you get on a camera and you talk about your story and you talk about yourself and you be authentic and you be real because that's what more of this world needs because there's a lot of highlight reels out there, but nobody really knows the real shit that's going on in your life. Man, you know what's funny is I paid thousands of dollars to learn that lesson. Uh, I went to an yeah. event, Dan Fleshman. That's all he talked about was the power of an iPhone and being able to document your journey. And then uh, my boy, Sean Michael Crane, every single day says that. And that's one thing. Yesterday, he gave me a shout out. Like, I'm consistent in that. And I was like, I'm going to show the good, bad, the ugly. But I've noticed that for me is business is so much fucking easier when I come in. I get on my rants. I tell people things they don't want to fucking hear. I'm showing my nutrition. I'm showing my workouts. I'm showing the times I get up. I get up every single day, uh, five or six out of the seven days a week. You know, I'm in the gym by 3.30. So I'm showing that. And every single day, I'm like, hey, did you know that I have really bad joint problems because I have arthritis? I need uh, a knee replacement in five to 10 years. Probably going to need a double. Uh, because my left's fucked up because of my right. I'm throwing up every single morning because I feel like shit. But honestly, this pre-workout's what keeps me going sometimes because I don't want to fucking be here. I don't want to be in the gym. I really don't want to do this. I start recording my lifts and people are like, what, like today, for instance, I put up two, uh, 225 on incline bench and I showed that I failed and I couldn't do it the first uh, two sets. And then three through five were amazing because I was already warmed up and I worked on my shoulder. So it's funny because even within that, one of my buddies like, hey, I'll give you more shoulder workouts to do. This is what you can do that work for me. And it's funny because when you don't share those things and you don't get the inside of your life and what it looks like inside and out and how we can be better, how we can help people transform, that's where those disconnects happen. And for me, uh, and I know you can attest to it too, brother, it's like the more consistent you are about showing the lifestyle and how hard you fucking work and just being consistent every single day, it's a fucking game changer. Like even tomorrow, you know, today we're going to go visit family in Fresno and then tomorrow morning. Uh, my father-in-law has two 30-pound weights, so I'm literally going to post at 3.30 in the morning, fucking going outside, working out with these 30-pound weights, doing 300 burpees, 300 deadlifts, 300 squats, uh, 300 lunges, and posting this shit because people aren't going to do that, especially in the times where it's Thanksgiving or whatever. In my case, you know, I'm gearing up for this December 31st because I'm not going to get no Taylor Swift tattoo, but uh, it's funny as people don't set those goals. And I think if you don't set those drastic goals, I know you do, because clearly you can see it by all the work you do, brothers. You don't set the drastic goals, you're not going to achieve them because you're not putting a timeline, you're not pushing yourself hard enough. And I think really that's what it stems from, you know, is a lot of us want to take it easy, we want that comfort. And there's the power when you don't have that comfort, you know, when you can dig to that deepest part of your mind, you can think about all the fucked up shit. And uh, you've said it, brother. And we mentioned depression this is something that overshadowed, you know, as you're on day 140 of traveling and it's amazing, but you mentioned the depression. You mentioned talking to the Uber driver and I'll end this with the last question before we get the last question. But what is one thing for you now that you do when you notice the low vibrational frequencies and you're like, hey, this isn't sitting with me and old me would have been depressed and spiraling out for days versus now I can sit there, acknowledge this and say, hey, why is this emotion triggering me so much? Man, I just made a video on this this morning. Um, so it's called E plus R equals O. It's an equation I use, the framework that I use. The events in your life you cannot change. The R is the response. That's all we can change, which is going to determine our outcome, right? So if you have something happen in your life, all we can control is the response. So how you respond to that is going to determine the outcome. So my tire, you know, has a little bump on it on the out- outdoor sidewall of the actual tire. 
So I was like, shit, man, we probably got to get this prepared before we go. I could have been pissed. I could have been mad. I could have been like, man, our trip's going to get delayed. But I was just like, okay, cool. Let's take it to the tire places, get a change. Let's, let's move forward. I sent a contract yesterday. Didn't get paid. Am I going to flip out and be like, you know what? Oh man. Like, Oh, what's going to happen. And is this person going to work with me? No, I just, Hey, you want to work with me? You work with me. Like it's, it, it's no sweat off of my back. Like, cause if you, like you said, man, if you don't pay the contract, you don't sign the invoice, then you're obviously not committed. You're interested. And I don't want to work with interested people. I want to work with committed people because I've worked with interested people before and you're not going to get the results you want because you're interested in doing something and you're not committed to making and doing excellence in your life and taking that next step. So when you feel those bad emotions come in, I talk to myself every morning, you guys might think this is crazy, but affirmations change the way that you think and the thoughts become messages and the messages become actions, the actions become habits and the habits build the character in your life. So what I say to myself is I'm loved, I'm blessed, I'm beautiful, I'm powerful, I'm a winner, I'm a champion, I'm a fighter, I'm an overcomer, I will win all, win all day. And it's called the winner's creed and I got that from Jonathan Connolly, the guy who changed my life because he runs a brand and a business called win all day. And how do we focus on winning the day? We get our workouts done, our nutrition done. We focus on our five connections for the day. And I'm gonna leave you with this. Oh. If you want to change your life, if you truly want to change your life, you're going to do three things, right? You're going to set your morning routine. You're going to set your night routine and you're going to time block your day. And you're not going to get on phone calls or zoom calls or any type of time that doesn't serve you and the way that you're looking to go in the next two years. I don't care if your friend wants to talk to you about the fucking Barbie movie or whatever the hell is coming out. I don't care if there's a birthday dinner. That's it. Like, that's all great. But does it serve you? Is it pushing you in the right direction? Because I send a booking link to all of my friends who want to get on the call with me. They understand how busy I am. They understand that I'll text them back when I have time. Because if you, if you take your time and you say, I'm going to text this per person back right away. I'm going to call this person back right away. You know what that does? It devalues your time. People see that you're going to literally contact them right away. They're like, oh, I can just message them back right away. Nope. It doesn't work that way. Take your time. Value your time. Serve yourself at the highest level so you can serve others. Man, I love that equation. E plus R equals O. I literally watched that video this morning and uh, I strategically did that. You know, is uh, I don't I, I come off the top of my head, you know, on <laughs> talking to people, but I do my research every yeah. time. You know, and I literally was in the gym this morning. Uh, my that. little one grabbed me and uh, it was funny because I got up. I thought I woke up, <laughs> but I went back to sleep. So I was like, oh, shit, I got 35 minutes to go to the gym. Got this workout in. Felt like shit doing it because I was rushing and so forth. But it felt so good after that workout because I was like, man, push myself. I got everything in. Now I know I can get this push day in 35 minutes. So it's been amazing, brother, having you here. I'll leave you for with sure. the last question here. What would you say to the previous version of ourselves who's looking to recalibrate our mindset? We don't know where to start. We're just trying to align ourselves with our definition of success. Oof. Success is different for everybody's point of view. You know, my success when I ran Limitless Coaching was to make a million dollars and transform, you know, as many lives as I possibly could. I realized that that didn't serve me because I cared about monetary value. Now success lies in me serving myself at the highest level, making sure that I take care of myself, my physical, my emotional, my spiritual, and my mental, that I can serve others. Right? Because somebody needs you in this world. God did not wake you up today because they wanted to. God woke you up today because someone needed you. I want you to remember that every single day that you wake up, 
that no matter what happens in your life that you woke up today, 120,000 people did not wake up today. 120,000 people are going to see their kids, are going to see their grandkids, are going to see their their kids walk down the aisle. They're, like, we were blessed to be alive today, guys. And if we could just understand that and understand that I feel this conviction because I've been through the darkness. I understand what it's like that I wanted to take my life every single fucking day. And now I love to live and I love life. And I want you guys to feel that as well. Amen, brother. Where could people find you, man, if they want to keep up with you, they want to hear more of your story? Oh, you guys can uh, check out Instagram. Uh, Instagram. I mean, Instagram.com. Clint, Clint underscore Reagan. It's under Instagram. And then you uh, and then you go to Facebook, Clint Reagan. I'm on there. TikTok, I think I'm under there. It's Clint Reagan. Like, there's some number behind it. Just look up Clint Reagan. I'm on there. LinkedIn, same thing. And then, uh, yeah, that's about it. And then if you guys can contact me. It's ClintReagan.com. Uh, that's my contact card. If you guys have, you guys are going through depression. You guys are going through something. Whatever it might be, like, book a call with me. You know, if, it, if it's something that, you know, it's, if it's something I read and I'm like, wow, this person really needs really needs somebody right now, I will take my time out of my day and I'll be able to help you and push you into the right people or give you the right resources. And then a the big thing too is like being in the military, being a veteran, guys, if you don't have your disability, if you guys don't have 100% or 90%, whatever it might be, just contact me. I'll put you in the right. And, and then I'll send this over to you so you can send it to your boys as well. Um, yes, but I just want to help as many people as I possibly can. Yeah, that, that's actually what I used to do as well, you know, is get everybody to 100%. So, uh, yeah, really, that was my passion. And then uh, I got burned because uh, my nanny moved to Minnesota. So the company hit me. I was a number one sales rep. And they're like, hey, is your heart still here? And uh, after I heard that, I was like, if this is what we're going to do, and I'm holding my daughter making sales calls, I'm going to move on and do what I want to do. Uh, so it allowed me to understand that, hey, that was awesome serving. But I have a bigger calling, more than I need to do. I really appreciate you, brother. You've been amazing. I know we'll get an in-person interview soon. So thank you again, brother. Appreciate you, brother. Have a great day. You as well. That was my man, Clint. Clint's an amazing fucking dude. And it was awesome having this conversation with him, having a podcast with him, because he comes from a life of passion, of being there, doing that. He's a veteran. And I really just loved him overall as a human being. So he'll be on the show again. But today, I just want to deliver that amazing value. So I appreciate y'all guys. Thank you. I've got my story, you got yours I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor Then looked the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more When it's time to walk through hell's kitchen I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up Been there and back a couple times, but I made it through that stuff I realized if you wanna win, you gotta recalibrate your mindset Before there's no time left 